1: Uh, make sure to check them out please leave us a review at apple podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts please make sure to follow the show that way you'll know when a new one comes out it's truly appreciated all right let's uh, kick off today's show we're back again uh i'm here with louis argoni
0: Well, doll fans new week new optimism
1: new opportunity Say it every week uh-huh. new
0: opportunity oh lord
1: we get to go to uh, Orchard Park.
0: Oh, yikes, yikes, yikes. We
1: love going to Orchard Park, don't we? Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. We hate Orchard Park.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty ugly for us most times we go up there, and uh, uh, this Sunday we go again. We're going to have to fare a little better, I hope, than we have the past couple of times we've played Buffalo.
0: Oh, without a question of a doubt. I mean, you know, this is this is a team that's coming off of a loss. And uh, you know, they're gonna be jacked up, they're at home, they're playing us. You know, those fans absolutely detest the Dolphins. It's going to be a tough, tough, tough situation for this team as we sit right now. So um don't know, don't know how we're gonna pull it off, but uh game's gotta be played any given Sunday, right? We don't
1: have a Derrick Henry, do we?
0: We don't ha- Derek Henry, we don't have, uh, <laughs> that's, Lord, we don't have a really solid offensive line right now. We don't know what situation's going to be with uh, Parker and Fuller. I think Fuller is due off the, or he can't come off IR. I believe he's missed his three games. So he can come back. Whether he's healthy enough to come back, that I don't know. But I'll tell you what. You know i don't know what finger is broken but the hell with it you know go out there you got nine other fingers get the job done let's go three weeks i mean come on you're gonna miss a month over a broken finger let's go
1: get well, on it dep- out there it depends on where where it broke and and you know how bad it was because it could have required surgery i don't know Right, uh, they, right, they really haven't said a lot about it, but you know, if it's your typical broken finger, you would think he would be able to go out there. But who knows? We'll see.
0: We shall see. I mean, I think Fuller with nine fingers is better than some of the guys we have with ten fingers, Mike.
1: I think you're probably right. So we'll see. You know,
0: but uh, we're going to need everybody. And well, um, in the
1: back there, I just saw Preston Williams raise his hand.
0: Uh huh. Yeah you know, the problem we're going to have is the fact that, you know, we lost Baker and we lost McCourty for this week. Uh, going to be out a few weeks. Baker, we just don't know at this point what his status is going to be, whether he's going to wind up on IR or not, but he's probably not playing this week. Um, so, you know, you're, you're kind of shorthanded a few guys on defense that, uh, on a week that you really can't afford to be short anybody. I mean, you have to have, you know, everybody that you put po- all hands on deck, so to speak, this week, and, um, uh They're going to be missing some guys. So um, some other guys are going to have to step up, and this is not going to be an easy game.
1: Just a note to everybody, we are recording this on uh, Wednesday. We don't know exactly what's going to be the case uh, injury-wise on Sunday. Right, exactly.
0: So, you know uh, – hopefully we get parker back on the offensive side like i said and fuller back and that would definitely help to her in the offense but um you know this is a really good football team we're going up against um you know it's interesting because uh, josh allen is not having the same type of year he did last year but he's still having a good year 15 touchdowns three interceptions his quarterback ra- rating is 100 uh, 103.6 i mean you know, you look at it and you're like, geez, I mean, if this guy's not playing well and he's got those type of numbers, you know, yikes, right? I mean, yep. you know, their they're offense as a whole, you know, they're seventh, which th- this is really interesting because they're seventh in the league in rushing and you don't think of them as a rushing team, right? Uh, I think Josh Allen adds a lot right to that situation. But, you know, hey, you know, it is what it is. It doesn't make a difference who's doing it. You know, it's part of their offense and uh he's part of their offense and him running the football is part of their offense.
1: Um well, that's that's why it makes man defense against them difficult.
0: Yeah, really difficult. I mean, you know, you look at it, you know, they're 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 eighth in the league in passing and they're sixth in the league in total offense. I mean, this is a really really good offensive unit. Um you know, again, Allen 15 to 3. He's not turning the ball over. They're just not doing it. Um, You know, so it starts with him and it ends with him, basically. I mean, he's the key. You got to get pressure on him, something we haven't been capable of doing up to this point, um, especially against their offensive line. We have really, really struggled at even putting any type of pressure on him whatsoever. Uh, you know, the last couple of games we've played against them, the the outcomes have been horrible. You know, the, the scores in the end were horrible. Uh, it had a lot to do with the fact that there was no pressure put upon him. You know, they're going to have to find a way to do that, or else it's going to be a long day.
1: Let me give you uh, the grades of their offensive line. Dawkins sixty three six. Delciano, if I'm pronouncing that right, is sixty one nine. Morse 643, Williams 60.7, and Brown 599. So this is not an offensive line that is uh playing at peak level. we should be able to compete with them, is what I'm saying. Well,
0: that's the same offensive line we faced a few weeks yes. back. And um, yes. we didn't do much. The thing you may ha- you may want to look at, Mike, um, is their their passing grades, more so than their overall grade because I don't think they run the ball very well. I think Josh Allen is, you know, is the key to their running game. And it's usually on broken plays. They're not even designed plays a lot of his runs. Um, I think their pass blocking grades would probably be better. Now, I could be wrong. And they, they may have struggled since our game. But they did not struggle against us. I can assure you that. I mean, he had time to throw. And, um, the game up in Buffalo at the end of last year he was sitting there flat footed which it seemed like for fifteen seconds on collectively
1: on through the six games, their pass blocking grade is fifty three point eight Wow, to give you a comparison, ours is forty nine point five
0: right, so they're on par with ours,
1: not too far away, no
0: well, what does that tell you, Mike?
1: It what, tells what is me telling me that? that you don't need, you know, <laughs> a solid offensive line when you've got an elite quarterback. That's what it tells me.
0: Right. He's know? doing a lot of creating on his own, right? right? So, you know, we kind of just stumbled into this, right? You know, as we're sitting here talking and you're looking at numbers, because we did not discuss this at any point this year or prior to coming on. No. So, as you make those comments, right, or as you, not those comments, but actually you bring up those statistics and where we're at. And this is my point in regard to, you know, in regard to Tua. And I'm not taking anything away from him because he's been playing at an exceptional level. Josh Allen's, ha, you know, he's got a couple of years on him in the league right now. But right. the point is, is that, you know, I feel that if Tua has the right situation, We do get some better offensive linemen. We do get some more playmakers, a very, very good running back. I mean, a stud running back. You know, a guy that can actually make a difference and make plays in your offense, you know, dumping the ball off to him in the flat or on a run where the blocking isn't great, right? These are the type of things that we need. And then Tua can be successful in the league. I think that with. Our offensive line as it stands, and our running game as it stands, and some of our depth at receiver as it stands, you know, two is going to be exactly what he is right now because I don't think he's capable of doing the type of things that Josh Allen does because he just doesn't have the same physical attributes. He doesn't have a cannon that where where he's on the run and his offensive line isn't doing the job. He can you know scramble around and then throw the ball fifty yards down the field on a dime. Um, he doesn't run the football like Josh Allen does. Um, so, you know, I don't want people to get discouraged by what I'm saying, but I want them to just have an understanding of, you know, of of why I say the things that I say in regard to him. You know, we've got to surround Tua with, with better players in in different positions. You know, that's a key to him being successful.
1: Much like Tannehill needed better players around him
0: very much so absolutely you know the thing with Tannehill is is that he's got a set of legs and he has the ability to create i mean you he watch more, him he,
1: right he has more physical attributes than Zua it does
0: he does he's a taller guy yeah. he's he's a little bit stronger you know his arm may even be a little bit better um i don't know you oh, know I, I, don't, I
1: think his arm is stronger
0: who's that uh
1: tannahill's ryan yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah i would say so too so you know, with all that being said, you know, uh Tua's got to manage a football game. He's got to have the guys around him to do that. And right now we don't have those players. We just don't. You know, we have to we have to um get a couple of better offensive linemen to anchor that offensive line. You know, again, we've got to get a better running back um than what we have. I think Gaskin and Ahmed are both pretty solid guys as backups. You know, you you bring them in the spell and they can do the job, but that we have to have a guy that can you know take over a game at times. You know to where, to his play action, is that much more effective. So, with all that being said, you know Buffalo has all of these players. You know they have a phenomenal, a phenomenal slot guy in Beasley, one of the best in the league. Diggs is one of the best receivers in the league. And then they added Emmanuel Sanders, who is just shocking everybody with the year that he's having. I mean, he has 413 yards and four touchdowns. It's
1: crazy, right? Uh,
0: You can make an argument to where he's been the better receiver up to this point over Diggs. Uh, He's got 13 less catches, but he has only 50 less yards, and he's got two more touchdowns than Diggs does at this point. I mean, so that is a trio that could very well be you know, one of the best in the NFL. I mean, Dallas has got some great receivers. I'd throw them up there, but these guys as a group are phenomenal. Then you throw in Knox, the tight end, who's having a phenomenal year. 21 catches, 286 yards, and five touchdowns. He leads the team in re- receiving touchdowns with five. So now you're adding a fourth element to their passing game, And I'll tell you what, you know, our defense is in for a world of shit this week. I mean, it's just that simple. (laughs) You know, their their running game, you can't overly concern yourself with it. I mean, Singletary is averaging over five yards a carry. He's only got one touchdown. Moss is, you know, their grinder. He's got 200 yards. He's averaging 3.9 yards a carry. You know, the guy, again, you know, when you throw in their running game is Josh Allen. 214 yards rushing. You know, he's only, he's less than 100 yards. He's got less than 100 yards than Singletary. You know, he could very well at the end of the year lead the team in rushing. Yep, wouldn't surprise me. 4.9 yards a a rush and two touchdowns himself. So, you know, Josh Allen is the key here. You know, everywhere you turn, he's the key. And he's got players that, you know, you would love Fatua to have, you know, as far as, you know, the guys like the Diggs and the Emmanuel Sanders and the Beasley in the slot, you know, not that, you know, our rookie is doing a bad job. You know, he's doing a pretty decent job at this point in Waddle. But, you know, they're established at all these key positions. You know, they're just a tough, tough group to stop in the passing game. Um, you know, they've got two losses this year. So they're not unbeatable, Buffalo, right? I mean, you know, they, they you know, Tennessee took it to them last week. Uh, You know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that Henry can
1: just kill you running the football. Yep. It's football season, baby, and you know what that means? It means we're going for two here with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time you join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using code FINFANS at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. It's three and out the window with all other trimmers. Now go tame that wildcat offense. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 for Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find the brand new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker, your nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver, Toner, plus two free gifts Performance Boxer briefs in the shed travel bag. The Performance Package 4.0 for Manscaped is the perfect package for your package. And a key for great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 is here to take your defense to the next level. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multi function on off switch can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn on a 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Rain, snow, or sleet are no match for the waterproof power of the 4.0. There's no 15-yard penalty for this clipping. The package also comes with the Weed Whacker. This elite nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof and uses a 9000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. This trimmer also has proprietary Skin Safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After trimming your footballs, show them some love with Manscaped Liquid Formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are here to take your ball game to the next level. We have an exclusive offer for our audience. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FINFANS at Manscaped.com. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code FINFANS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, and use code FINFANS. Stiff arm your pubes out of the playoffs this year with Manscaped. You've got to put people in the box to contain Henry, and uh, that makes the passing game a little bit easier for their quarterback.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, Mike, not every team has, you know, a Derrick Henry, but there are teams that have really good running backs that you have to concern yourself with. Right. You know when you defend us, you're not concerned with our running game in the least. In the least, you're not worried about Gaskin or Ahmed beating you. And this is, you know, this is the this is the problem in regard to you know surrounding Tua with a guy that you need to concern yourself with as a defense. You know, linebackers. You know, those type of guys have to worry about a running back. When you're defending us, you don't necessarily have to. So. You know, th- this this is one of the issues. It's something that has to be addressed in the offseason. You know, we say it every year, and for some reason, they tend to not do that. So, you know, let's, you know, this is what we have to work with, and th- these are going to be the problems when we face a team like the Buffalo Bills. You know, their defense, Mike, you know, um, you know speaking of that, you know, they're number one in the league overall, number one in the NFL. Uh, they're number one against the pass, Number six against the run.
1: That's interesting.
0: It is interesting. Um, you know, this, this is going to be a challenge uh, for us, you know, going in. I mean, their defense is playing at a very high level. They didn't look that good last week against Tennessee. But overall, their defense is playing at a very, very high level. So, I don't
1: know that their corners are, Lou.
0: They may not be, Mike, but, you know, listen, you know, when you look at overall, they're, they're, they're giving up about 200, uh, what is it? They're giving up um, 192 yards a game passing the football?
1: Their two safeties are ranked third, I'm sorry, fourth and fifth in the league. Uh, in the league. In the league for safeties. And that's unbelievable, so that, right? You know, that, that makes up for your corners who may not be top-notch.
0: Yeah, you're talking about Hyde and Poyer, and uh, both of those guys are playing at a high level, and to have both of those guys in the top, your two starting safeties uh, in the top five in the whole league, I mean, that tells you why this team is really, really solid on the defensive side. I mean, the corners may not be playing at a very high level, but their safeties are, you know, maybe the and maybe the best tandem in the NFL at this point. And, oh, you know, well, you'd have to say that. Yeah, you definitely have to say that. Um, you know, you add Milano at linebacker in there, and, the, you know, the, the rookie Rousseau's played very well. Jerry Hughes is a very good defensive end. I mean, this is a really, really solid defense. And Oliver
1: is not bad either.
0: Not at all. I mean, Tremont Edmonds, I mean, they're all – they're all very very solid football players Mike. They do not make mistakes. They're very well coached. Um, nothing has changed since the last time we pre- we previewed this team. If anything, the defense is playing better than what we expected them to play. We thought they were good, but they're playing at an extremely high level right now. I mean again, you know, as far as their, you know, their team as a whole the defense, I mean, they're giving up about 192 yards a game passing up to this point that is not an awful lot in today's NFL
1: probably more um, than our average yeah exactly Mike
0: dear, dear let, let me let uh, let me do this okay so our, our their defense as a whole is giving up 270 yards a game in total offense that right. is not a lot at all as a whole it just isn't you know' it's, mm-hmm. it's a great number you know you look at our team in comparison and our numbers on defense overall 414 yards a game average uh, just under just under 415 yards a game on average i mean listen that that that's a lot of yardage over the course of every single game it's
1: yeah being near 150 what, 7 7 games what's that mike We've played, what, seven games?
0: Right. We've played seven games. And we're averaging – we're giving – and I'll tell you what, Mike, we haven't – there's weeks where we have not played world beaters of offenses. I mean, you know, Atlanta, you know, they have a nice passing game but have no running game whatsoever. The Colts, so-so offense. Jacksonville, you know, maybe under under average offense. So,
1: I mean, it's not And New England wasn't a great offense either.
0: No, not at all. And we played our best game that week. So, over the last six games, you know, I guess we did give up a decent amount of yardage against them because they missed a few kicks and they did move the football on us. But the bottom line is, is that, you know, their defense compared to our defense is night and day. They're number one. We're, 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 they're first. We're last in the league. It's that simple. There you, know? you go. End the story. You know, that's it. There you it. go.
1: All right. So, you have Miami's offense and it's your job to beat the Bills' defense. What are you going to rely on? NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, it's that simple. The Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. DraftKings won't leave you uh, empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and win $200 in free bets if they win, you win with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Mike, you know, I honestly, as you look at it as a whole, you know, I don't think you can concern yourself with, um, running the football this week all that much. I know that, you know, you had Derrick Henry, and he ran the ball very well against them. Uh, the problem is is that they're sixth in the league against the run as well, their defense. I mean, they're really, really solid on you know in both aspects. I don't know what you do against this team. I mean, I don't have answers to this. I will say this. If you're going to compete against them, you have to somewhat put drives together. Um, you can't just go out and start winging balls down the field 40 50 yards. I don't think this is the week to do that uh, whether fuller and Parker are back or not I think that you have to somewhat control control the line of scrimmage you know throw a lot of balls in the flat use your tight ends like you've been using them to control the clock and try to put some six seven minute drives together against this defense and end them with points you know not did not come out of these drives with no points the last couple of weeks we've been doing this over and over again missed field goals uh fourth you know going for on fourth down and not picking up the fourth down plays interceptions in the end zone we can't do it you know what you have to finish drives and that's the way you beat this team or compete against at least compete against them
1: if you look at their safeties as as we've talked about you know th- That kind of takes you out of the tight end game. You've got to be real careful if you're going to be throwing to your tight ends.
0: Well, listen, you know, if Parker and Fuller come back, the safeties are going to have to cheat a little bit on those two guys on the outside. They're going to have to. You know, they're going to have to double. Or if they want to go man-to-man, that's fine. I mean, we can beat those guys, the corners, and they're not playing very well this year. Um, So if they go man-to-man and you beat them a few times, the safeties may have to cheat. The bottom line is, Mike, at some point, you know, the tight ends, you know, they can beat them on outs or, you know, quick, you know, quick plays to the out. Whatever the case may be, you can go to the flat with, with Gaskin and with Ahmed. You can go to Waddell in the flat, you know, utilize these guys. You have to get creative. If you line up in a base offense and you run the same type of offense you've been running week in and week out against this defense, they're going to destroy you they're going to blitz they're going to blitz to it consistently um as far as i'm concerned they're going to have 6 7 guys in the box all the time and he's not going to know where it's coming from and it's going to create problems for us um isn't the buffalo game the game that he got hurt in earlier yeah. in the season yes it was right and um you know the bottom line is is that they're going to have to come up with a game plan maybe screens you know just just create you know do something that you have not shown them something that you haven't yet. I don't care if you throw 10 screens in this game or you know bubble passes to Waddell. Whatever the case may be, you have to beat them in some way. And I don't think lining up and just handing the ball off to Gaskins or Ahmed and trying to run through the middle of their defense is going to be effective because our offensive line is just not very good at doing that. And, um, you know, I think that their defensive line will control us and we're putting ourselves in second and long situations. So they got to come out aggressive, much like they did against Tampa's defense, which is comparable. Right. Um, You know, they're they're comparable. I think that we had success at throwing the ball a lot and just keeping it, you know, keeping it, you know, short and sweet and moving the football and keeping Buffalo's offense off the field. because you know, one thing our defense has not done up to this point is stop anybody. And this is going to be probably the best offense we're going to face all year. So, um, you know, with that being said, you know, the best way to not face them is to keep them off the field. And I think our offense is somehow some kind of way going to have to find a way to control the clock and put some six, seven minute drives together to shorten the game. And um, if you do that, uh, you may have a shot at least staying in the football game. And that's a big if, Mike, a big if.
1: With our line, you cannot bank on being able to, you know, have a 14-play drive where you chew up eight or nine minutes and, uh, you know, find yourself in the end zone at the end of it. Uh going to be tough, and, and you know, <laughs> In the last game, we gave up 20 unanswered points, and this is this is how you do that: you rely on the short passing game, and eventually your drive stalls. So, you know, I think they've got to have a balanced offense. I think they've got to use Gaskin, they've got to use Gasicki, they've got to use the wide receivers, especially Waddle, and uh, you've got to be creative in the passing game. When when I when I say that, I'm saying that you've got to take Waddle and get him into space. You've got to whether you do a pick play or or you you do an end around whatever it is you have to do you need to get him involved in the football game because he's one of the players that we have that can break it and go uh but we're not giving, getting him into open space and it's tough to uh expect that of him if he's tackled immediately you know right
0: absolutely you know that goes that go for, that goes for the team as a whole mike you know you have to get you know, if, in fact, Parker and um, Fuller do come back this week. Um, well, then that's you know, great. Gotta, then, you've
1: got, then you've got two guys you got you can do that with, and, and that helps.
0: Yes. You've got to attempt balls down the field um, and loosen them up a little bit because if they sit on the short passing game and they have, as I mentioned earlier, six, seven, eight guys in the box – you know, they're gonna take it to us. Uh, you know, you gotta loosen them up a little bit. I think Tennessee did a great job of doing that. They were very patient with their offense. I mean, granted, they have a great offensive line and they have Derrick Henry, but you know, they lost their best offensive lineman halfway through that game and they were still able to to do some things. And um, you know, that that's the problem with our team, Mike. You know, you look around the league and you see the injuries that that teams are dealing with teams are still being very competitive. They're not using, you know, the excuse of guys being hurt and, you know, our best team not being out there because everybody in the league is dealing with this. Um, You know, teams and players step up in those situations. And yeah, um, I've
1: actually said the same thing to other people who use the injuries as an excuse and you can't not in the NFL, you're going to have injuries. You're going to have injuries to every team every week. Absolutely. It's nonsense. I mean,
0: Mike, when when they're. Their best
1: offensive lineman went out
0: last week, right? You got carted off the field. I was thinking to myself, well, this is going to be a problem going forward for their running game. Tennessee didn't miss a beat. They battled, and they, they came out on top against a good Buffalo team, and that, that's what teams do. So,
1: what you know, there's no excuse Buffalo, for it. Well, I'm sorry. What makes Buffalo really good is their speed at linebacker and uh, when you can take a power game to them that kind of negates that speed advantage
0: right absolutely listen you know we talked mike about um you know their receivers right and the trio that they have well you know our guys have to step up if they want to win the game x-man and jones they have to play well now in the first game I felt that X-Man did a great job on Diggs. You know, he, he didn't, Diggs didn't do an awful lot. He had, he had one big catch. Right. And it came when the game was pretty much decided. You know, it came late in the game. But overall, he did a pretty solid job on him. You know, our problem was, was, you know, the first play from scrimmage, you know, Singletary went 55 yards. You know, they didn't even make him work for it. You know, he went right up the middle of our defense, scored a touchdown. And, you know, Knox seems to kill us as well. He's always running wide open. I mean, guys have to step up. You know, our secondary is supposed to be, you know, one of our one of
1: our better units, and they just haven't been. I'd ask you how to defend them, but I think you're going to give me the same answer.
0: You have to play them man-to-man, Mike, across the board. You know, um, you can't double up guys because once you do that, Um, You're going to have a problem with your safeties and stuff. I mean, you know, with Knox just, you know, beating our line, especially with, you know, the situation our linebackers are in. I mean, they're not very good in coverage to begin with. Now you're going to be minus Baker. You're going to be minus McCordy, who basically does play linebacker from time to time from the safety position. So you're going to be in a situation where. You know our corners have to just lock down on guys. You know Jones and X Man are going to have to lock down on Sanders, and they're going to have to lock down on Diggs, man to man, and let the other nine guys roam around the field. You have to spy Josh Allen. You know you have to do it. You know I don't I don't care who you do it with. It's unfortunate that you know that uh, McCourty's not going to play because you know you were hoping that Holland could be that nickel guy on the field at all times, you know, basically spying Allen. Um unfortunately, now, you know, you still may be able to use, you know, Holland in that situation, but now Jones, Brandon Jones is going to be your, you know, your starting safety back there. Um so, you know, the injuries are going to be key here, but the the biggest key is the fact that our two corners have to lock down on near two wide receivers and they have to win the majority of those battles. They have to shut them down. They have to make Josh Allen uh check down and go to other people and not give them big chunk plays and allow them to move the foot- football at will. You know, that's why these guys are paid the big money. You know, they're they're two of the highest paid players on our team and they have to play like that. I mean, it's for weeks like this against this football team. And then, you know, need Has to do the same job on Beasley, which is not going to be an easy task. No, and the same thing goes for whoever covers Knox in the middle of the field. I mean, they're going to have to step up and make plays, and you know, force Josh Allen to, you know, run the football a couple times, and maybe they get to him. Whatever the case may be, but that's that's the only way we're going to stop them, Mike. You know, it's that simple. You know, they got to concern themselves with the passing game and. You know, give up some yardage, maybe running the football, but we'll take that. Let them work for it down the field. You know, don't don't give them chunk plays and you know six, seven plays, and they're seventy yards for a touchdown. You know, in three in three minutes. You know, that's that's their game. You got to take them out of that.
1: Yeah, you probably have a role on the uh, on Knox, the tight end.
0: Yes, you probably will. Exactly. You know, so that frees up whoever your safety is to maybe you know, double up on somebody, I don't know. But, you know, the bottom line is is that these two corners are three corners because you're going to need all three of them this week right. to just play an exceptional game. If you do that, you've got a chance to compete. But, you know, again, you know, we have not seen it. We just have not seen it. I mean, you got a guy like Russell Gage going right down the middle of our defense <laughs> It's Easy 50, 60 yard touchdown pass down the middle of the field. Untouched. You can't do that. You can't do it. You just can't do it. It happens, but it can happen. You have to play a solid football game on some given week. You have to eliminate those type of plays. You take that play away from Atlanta last week and you win the football game. You know, I mean, you know, you you gotta come up with some some more plays. You know, I mean it's sporadic. I mean, X-Man had an interception last week. I mean, you know, you can say all you want. You know, it, you know, it bounced around. It just fell into his lap. But he was in position to make that play. And, you know, that goes a long way rather than a guy, you know, catching the ball and running wide open down the middle of the field. You know, he was there. He forced
1: that interception. It he wasn't did. a fluke.
0: He did. I mean, you know, so that's what you need. You need it from guys. You need a Needham to tip a pass and a ball to be picked. You need somebody, whoever's, you know, whoever's covering Knox to, you know, cover the guy and, and make a play, <laughs> right.
1: y- y- you know, let's that go would be Ro again. You know, uh, you, you want right. to see him make a play and, and he's been, he's been okay. I mean, I know he's not having as good a year as he had last year, but right. he's not been horrible and, and he can make a play. He just needs to do it. They all do Mike. I mean, they're not doing it enough as
0: a team, as a unit. The defense was constantly, constantly coming up with big plays last year. Uh, This year, you know, last week against Jacksonville, you know, we came up. We had the big turnover. But we turned it right back to them. This week, same thing. We had the big turnover. We gave it right back to them a play later. You know, that's not an excuse for the defense. But, you know, the bottom line is they, they have to come up with more plays. They have to come up with more sacks. They're just not doing it. You know, they're not coming up with sacks, they're not coming up with enough turnovers, they're last in the league in defense. And that says it all right there in a nutshell. You can't yeah. be last in the league and expect to win. And the way you
1: games. get to last in the league is is by your offense not converting enough third downs. You know, so exactly. your defense is on the field more and they and they give up more yardage and you know, they have breakdowns and obviously more injuries. And uh, it's just not a good thing. The, on the offensive side of the ball, you've got to be able to control the football and hopefully control time of possession throughout the game.
0: Right, exactly. I mean, Mike, we have, we have through seven games, a total of three interceptions. That's awful. And Xavier Howard has two of them. Yeah. And Landon Roberts has the other one.
1: Right. Our Nobody secondary,
0: Eric Rowe, Holland, McCordy, Jones, It does not matter, Igbenogony, You could throw in there. Justin Coleman, three interceptions total as a defense. That says it all. I mean, you can't do that through seven games. You know, you want you want to average at least one a game, right? Or sometimes you want two. You want you want two on given days. Three interceptions total over
1: the course of this season. Well, you'd like to have that this coming game.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if fumble recoveries, we haven't been great at that either. We have six total for the year, which isn't bad, you know, but um, through seven games. But the interceptions are just, I mean, they're key, you know, and the sacks are important too. I mean, you know, teams are passing the ball. You know, our sack number does not look bad. It's 12, right? But, my God, they're, they're dropping back to pass 40 times a game. On us, It seems like every single yeah. team is dropping back 40 times a game. So, you know, you multiply 40 times 7, Mike, you come up with 280 dropbacks and you got a total of 12 friggin' sacks? That's not a real good percentage.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. It's not.
0: It stinks.
1: Well, you, so, know, got, you know, you've got Agba who is pretty consistent and, and playing fairly well. Uh, you've got Wilkins who is playing fairly well. Actually, very well. And, uh, you know, as far as sacks, you know, where's Van Ginkle been? Last year he was getting to the quarterback. He's not this year really. Baker, they've used a lot on blitzes, and I don't know that he's made a huge impact in the number of sacks we've had. And, you know, uh, Roberts, you know he is what he is so you know the the bottom line here is that they're just not getting it done and i i don't see that changing to tell you the truth because i don't think we have the uh guys who are you know the athletes that would that would get those sacks now hopefully phillips is out there hopefully he is able to do something but uh, i'm not confident he will
0: he has a sack and a half up to this point right um most of the games i see him as being somewhat non-existent um you know van genkel he has a half a sack the whole year mike Um, right you know uh, this is the problem i mean you know believe it or not brandon jones (laughs) brandon jones has two sacks so he has more sacks than really the two two guys and i mean you know agba obviously is our number one pass rusher he has two and a half sacks that goes without saying but you have a total of two sacks combined between Jalen Phillips, who you drafted as that pass rusher, and Van Ginkel, who you were expecting to add a lot of pressure and sacks as well. They have a combined total of two sacks for the whole season. I mean, Brandon Jones has as many as they do. I mean, that that's telling. You know, this mm-hmm. is why the, your team's one and six. So these guys have to start stepping up and making plays. You know, yep. they have to make plays.
1: Well, against this team, you have to make plays because you're not going to beat yes. them unless you are. You've got to get after Allen. You've got to make him uncomfortable in the pocket. You've got to stop their running game. You've got to contain Allen when he tries to get outside the pocket. There's a lot of things you have to do, and it's this is not an easy team to do it against. Yep. You know, we'll yep. see what happens. Lewis, what's your uh, prediction for the game? It's my turn to
0: go first, huh?
1: Yes, it is.
0: I think, I think it is, right? You know, I... God, I hate doing this, but you know, the, I don't think we compete in this game, Mike. You know, I think that it's going to take a you know monstrous effort for us to even compete in this football game, and I just don't see it. Um, you know, I think that if it's our guys are healthy, uh, you know, Parker and and um, Fuller, I think it'll make somewhat of a difference. But this team is really good, and I they're coming off a loss, and they're at home. You know, I expect this game to be like thirty-eight to ten. I don't think we compete in this game.
1: Yep. If we had a Najee Harris for the defense to worry about and, uh, you know, all our receivers healthy, uh, then I think you're talking a different ball game, but when you're one dimensional and we are one dimensional, really, you're too easy to defend. And that's, that's what we've been running into. Teams are just able to defend us because we're predictable and, uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. It's not just the coordinators are idiots. It's really, you know, not a matter of that. It's a matter of they have a big liability up on the offensive line. Now, some teams can deal with that, like the Bills, and, and some teams can't. And, and the reason for that is the talent. They've got three exceptional wide receivers. They've got a very good tight end. Uh, they've got a running back in Moss that can run the ball. So they, they, they can deal with an offensive line that's not elite. We have a different situation. So, you know, it it is what it is. But for Miami to go in and win this game, I I don't see it happening. I I would be really, really surprised uh, because when we play them, they dominate us on both sides of the ball, and I don't expect it to be any different on Sunday. I'm with you, Lewis. I mean, I think, you know, you're talking something like 35 to 10 or, you know, 30 to 10, something like that. Yep. Yep,
0: yep, yep. So... We'll see. Hopefully, they surprise us, Mike.
1: It could happen. I wouldn't bet the farm on it, but it could happen. No,
0: I wouldn't bet. Uh, you know,
1: Buffalo proved they're a beatable team last week, and they have two losses, so it's not like they can't be beaten. They're not playing on the level that they were last year quite yet, but that don't mean they won't be as they move forward, you know?
0: Right, and not only that, but, you know, the teams that, you know, that they lost to are pretty good.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Our team is lacking. In in certain in certain positions and and it you know it comes back to bite you in the ass every time it's that simple you can't you cannot over the course of a season you cannot hide your weaknesses we can't even hide them over the course of a game so you know th- there's no way when you play good football teams that you're going to be able to hide those deficiencies when we couldn't do it against some of the lesser teams so that's where the issues lie
1: yep. We, we, you know, that's why we always say you're only as strong as your weakest link because they will find your weakest link and they will make you regret it. That's just the right. way it there's is. A,
0: there's a lot of weak, weak links, Mike. So that's the other issue. You know, it's yep. not just one weak link. There's a few. So, you know, that's that's another issue altogether. So, you know, it is what it is.
1: Well, that's that's why you have the record you have. So anyway. All right, Lewis. Uh, we'll be back Monday, I guess, to talk about the game. and. Uh, uh hopefully we have something positive to talk about maybe Tua can put together another another good game whether they win or not uh that would be good to see um because really the season right now from here forward is about the youngsters and you want to see them perform well whether we win or lose yes all right guys uh we'll be back next week uh, you know monday and uh until then fins up
0: fins up dolphins